Welcome to Day by Day Insights, where we share stories and bring joy via honest and down-to-earth discussions. We are your hosts, Lachelle Marlowe and Femi Onamusi. Join us as we explore real issues that affect everyday people in short but exciting episodes every Wednesday. Today we have another guest episode. I think we should call, we should have a special name for, you know, when we have special guests, but we have a fantastic special guest today. I am so excited. Michelle, how, how are you feeling about this person we're bringing up? Now, I like jumping up and down exciting, but she's so sultry, so calm. I know, so right? Zen. I'm trying to contain myself and be very sophisticated chic. <laughs> be ready, guys. She has a permanent yes. like, bedroom voice vibe going oh, on. Yes. So. She, puts my, she puts my voice to shame. <laughs> <laughs> and she sings too. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh I got you, You've got to run guys. for your money oh, there, Michelle. Oh, yes. I, a yeah. healthy, lovely competition that is actually <laughs> collaboration. I love it. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get her to sing towards the end of this. We'll see. We'll see. All right. I so, Michelle, do you know that? <laughs> You didn't. Oh no, she I does sing. She's one of those people that you you want to to hate because they do everything so everything. well. They sing. They organize. They're super smart. They write. They blog. They, wow. They compares. You know. Anyway, yeah. That I feel like lovely. I'm introducing her already. So well, do you why? want to? I know, but I thought you were, you wanted to do the honors, introduce her, and, well, you, and tell our listeners such- why she's here today. Well, I'm so excited because when Fumi and I were planning for, you know, our our bulk sessions, we were thinking we needed something called something around the nature of spicing it up. But we it didn't really sit well with us to talk about like relationship because that can mean so many things. And then it it might lower the tone of the nature of our discussions. Mm. So I'm so excited. And I think the quote that that our wonderful guest has provided us sums up what adventure we're going to go on in the next few minutes. So a home is not a place or a space. It is a feeling. Mm. And I love that. So without further ado, we would love to welcome you to Imalola Shilong. Uh, and it's Shilon. Let me quote. I'll, I'll say that one. <laughs> But listen, I practiced that in the mirror five times did last you know? night. I oh did. My goodness. I, am a, I, I am an honorary Nigerian, so I should have said that properly. <laughs> I don't even know. Is that, I know, maybe when she comes on, I don't even know if yeah. that name is a Nigerian name. It's not. Um, well, okay, well then, I I feel I don't feel too bad as I lick my wounds in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read a little bit of her bio, shall I? Um, and um, we will bring her up. So Emmy is a lover of life giving words and creator of interior spaces to enhance people's well-being. She's a Christian woman, wife, mother, author, lifestyle edit, and interior style. Oh, she yes. has authored two devotional books. She has a day job, a ministry, and her business. She wow. does wear many hats. And that has caused her to really value the impact of our surroundings yes. on our well-being, on our productivity, and our sense of purpose. She has over 19 years experience of helping family and friends create an oasis of space, starting with what they have. So without 
further ado, welcome, Emilio. Hello, hello. Good morning, good morning. It's so great to be here. And I saw you're one of my favorite people to listen Aww. to. Really. So I wait, will forgive. wait, what about me? Well, I was coming to you, so <laughs> nah, 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 nah. it's 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 a wonderful powerhouse you have. So you are both my favorite people, and and I was saying to um, I think it was for me yesterday, or I think in a message to the show that when I can get to speak to to film I just go listen to day by day podcast and it's just like yes oh it's like you've got her in the room so it's a great job you're doing and I really enjoy it. So thank you, thank you for having me. It's really oh. great to be to be here. It is our pleasure, and, and I'm sure our, our listeners is treat. Um, so thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. So let's get jump right into it. So when we think about organization and space and, and the notion of home, we got to step back because we would like to know, tell us about your journey into like decoloring, organization, and the beautification factor that you so embody. Hey, that's a great question. I was thinking about that. Um, I think it will probably date to, not probably definitely date to when I was a child. Um, I can't actually pinpoint the exact age, but I know that as much as I was into my dolls, I was into their interiors. I used to make matchbox um, matchbox settees and sofas and stuff like that wow. so I did? Wow. yes i did and i and i if you, if you give me if you give me let me see one two three four i can make with four match boxes i can make a nice sofa you cover it up you glue it all together you've got a sofa for your dolls so oh <laughs> so, <that's> sweet <laughs> wow and so that's stuff amazing like, yeah so i've always loved that um arranging my room um, I think I just gravitated towards economics. I don't even know where it started. And as I grew up, I realized that when I watch movies, it's not just about the movies. I'm watching the interiors as well. So I can see, I can tell you where the area dates from. It's so wow. bad when I when I read or um, go through magazines, I'm like, I've seen that in L. Or I saw that in Living. That's so wow. bad. They did that too so much ago. <laughs> So it's That's it's remarkable. it's intrinsic, um, yeah. But yeah, but getting into it, so it kind of build up on that. And my earliest um, organizing memory would be around about when I was between. It would be between I was eight and ten, and I remember my mom had stepped out to do something. It was just me and my brother, and I got him around. And he's not as compliant today as he used to be when we were younger. <laughs> but I used to get one of my younger brothers to do my immediate younger brother to help me around. So we changed the living room, and I remember oh, we wow. had a center um, table then that had a glass insert at the bottom, which we took out. We were young, so I, I in that house we left that house when I was about. Uh, 11, 12. So I was mm. definitely, and I know it was around about that, between 8 and 11, I think. Um, so we took out the glass inset, we cleaned it up, and then we couldn't fix it back in. And I thought we'd broken it or we'd spoiled it. It wasn't broken. We just couldn't put it the way it was because I wanted to surprise my mom by Aww. changing the arrangement. So, And I can remember this day that after a while, we cried so much and then we fell asleep where we were. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that because, is so sweet. Because I was so frustrated. I'd, you know, no one told me to do this, but I just wanted to make this nice and I couldn't do it. And I cried, cried, cried. And we just fell asleep there. And then I don't know how long we slept for. It, it felt like hours, but it was probably minutes. And then next thing I heard, I got up, woke up, um, woke my brother up. The table was all set. The glass was put in place and I could hear my mom um, cooking. 
and you know just moving around in the kitchen and I was like oh mom and she was like you know we're so sorry she said don't worry I'll fix it I was so glad and she said you know you can do stuff but when it comes to things that are like heavy or glass or whatever let me let me do that and that's really my very my earliest memory of decorating but it's always been been um something I like to <laughs> that's beautiful wow. that's I love that story <laughs> and and just a a little bit of you were encouraged um, to pursue something that was intrinsically who you are, even if you might not have had the language to define it. Exactly. And I love that, especially when it comes wow. to children. Children teach us. They teach us what they like. They teach us what they're interested in. So from a very early age, it sounds like those gifts were encouraged, you know, with safety in mind and glass and all that yeah. to the side. That was encouraged. So you're able to be free to explore that. And I think that is so beautiful. That's amazing. I actually hadn't picked up on that, Lachelle, until you just said that mm. now that that was, it wasn't out there like, oh, this child is a piano, mm. you know, yeah. um, wheeze. It's something intrinsic. And her mm. mom, in, in an ever so subtle way, mm. encouraged that by just saying, that's okay. Just don't do heavy stuff. And that was more, I'm sure, for her safety yeah. than anything I else. That. That's it's, really good. It's, it's so true. And it's just like you said, I didn't have a language or didn't know what to call it. And I actually didn't even know what to call it. Um, fast forward 10, um, another 10 years from, from then, or maybe, yeah, or maybe around my early 20s. You can tell I'm not really great one in figures. <laughs> That's about the only thing I don't <laughs> That's yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I didn't have a name to call it, but I, if I were to talk about how I actually did then go into it semi-professionally or was also by accident, someone noticing something, a friend of um, ours who was um, were, were leaving um, uni, campus leaving to have his own apartment and he wanted to do it up and next thing he calls me and he said, oh, um, my fiance then, who now later became his wife, said to him, why are you worrying trying to fix this place up and do the furnishings? Get Emmy to do that. And I was like, ooh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, so your friends knew before you knew how ex extraordinary your giftings would unfold. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so sometimes people recognize these things that you, you, you do that you don't, you know, you don't even think about, you don't have a name for it. And mm. this uh, friend's girlfriend, I'd barely, I don't think I'd even spent up to two afternoons in her presence. She wasn't at the time. Like your that, close friend type no, thing. No, I just mm. got so... <laughs> Lisha, remember the, re the the session we did last week on friendships, or was it two yep. weeks ago? I feel like this should be one of the traits of people that you should bring into your closest circle, people who yes. recognize genius in you and yes. want to bring it out. Yes. I, I love that that you are taking the sophisticated route. I'm just going to just kick it just like this. <laughs> Guys, if you ever are around Emmy, she just step in a room. She don't have to say anything. And from the top, the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, <laughs> precision, mm. but not in, not in a pretentious way, like yeah. mm, not approachable, but mm. just sophisticated chic. So of course the woman, if you dress like that now, 
I can imagine in university how you must have stepped. Okay, no, it was so terrible. Was like, <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was too much. I was too much. Much. In fact, nah, I don't believe you. Thank God I believe you. Thank God there was no social media around when I was seventeen. Because <laughs> I remember one time for my seventeenth birthday, I had a red skirt, I had a red bag, red shoes. My oh, wow. shirt was um, teacups with red sauces. It's horrible. Uh, it's hey, look, it might be horrible now. <laughs> Point is, it was. It must have been like the big deal back then. Otherwise, Michelle, her now husband wouldn't have nabbed her back oh, then. Exactly. I see. The mere fact I don't even know what teacup is. That's like face skate. <laughs> So I'm like, the mere fact that she mentioned teacup, it must be something fashion forward. No, I'm just assuming shapes of teacups and a blouse. <laughs> That's what it was, but it was just terrible. It's just, was, I was like, how can I dress like It was so much, and I was so proud of myself. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that, that friend just called me and said, you know, do so. I was like, oh, taking a bag, but he was like, you know, and a few things blew me away that number one she saw this i'd not mm. even i don't even talk about it the way i talk about it now it wasn't something i'd given a name to i wasn't mm. doing it. it was just my own way of you know and i don't actually know how she spent it wasn't like she'd come to my place or anything it was so weird but anyway i took the i i, I rose up to the challenge and then i went to do some research then i kitted his house out and i loved wow. it so much that i thought you know what i'm doing an apprenticeship in this and i Wow. doing it formally even though I'd been doing it informally in my house in my mm. home you know when we move houses my house my room was the first part to get you know sorted and with what I had you know what we had then I would just try and make it more homely and my mom would say why, mm. why are you going to do this to our room as well or is it just your room you're gonna wow. <laughs> So you do you, you studied in the interior design and this was alongside your law degree Yes, this was a long time. It was actually in between um, my finishing my law degree um, and then going to, the, to National Youth Service we did in Nigeria, or we do in Nigeria at the time. So I did that. And one of the ladies that I, when I was doing my research, one of the um, interior design um, outfits I went to at the time, um, the lady really, really um, gave me her time, explained a few things to me. And I was just really, really blown away by the fact that somebody was willing to share a gift with me. And she wasn't getting anything from me back. I wasn't going to be giving her the business. She could do it, but I wanted to do it at the time. And we just, so when I was ready to do I said, I need to go back to this lady who was so free with her time and gifts when there was mm. nothing come to, coming to her and I learned from her and she's of blessed memory now uh, but it was such a wonderful wonderful um, time and by the time I came over to the UK I then did a diploma in interior design because at that time I just wanted a break from um, law wow. so that's where we started and of course by the time I did that um, I did I was then working with friends and family. I did my father's office first. I think um, he wanted, he let me lose in his office first before he allowed me to do the house. I don't know why. <laughs> He's like, let's try a place we can keep behind closed doors. <laughs> So, I love that. Uh, so after we saw that, you know, he allowed me to do the house. And that was probably one of my loveliest summer um, memories. Just mm -hmm. being out of me, myself, with my sewing machine doing up the furnishings, just kitting out the whole place. And I love that. It took me about a month, but I did the whole house by myself. And then another person went to his <clears> office. <throat> and then so, oh, you did that. Can you come do it? And this is my office. And that's just how, you know, it started. 
You know, I love hearing that story. Two things for me that just come to the fore. As firstly, um, you mentioned about the woman and her time. And, and I remember a long, long time ago when I was like, oh, I'm going to do a PhD. And one of the questions that stood out is how are you going to advance the industry, whatever topic that you're going in? And she, it, she saw something in you. She saw a desire, a passion that she wanted to light a blaze. Maybe she wouldn't get anything particularly personally back from that. But as probably a lover in interior designs, a lover in that craft, she saw something that she wanted to nurture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you have an opportunity to formally or informally mentor someone, and I'm talking to people who might be tuning in, you know, look at, you know, your capacity and your, your availability to foster, to, to, to nurture somebody who's coming up the pipeline. And I think that's really, really beautiful. Um, and the second thing is like a myth buster, somebody that's in the creative space may not be super professional, but here you are, two past, passionate things, your creative design, desire for that, and study of law, two things that on the surface may be completely diametrically opposed, but it lets you know you are, we are uh, three-dimensional beings, so we mm. can explore different facets, and that is okay. You don't have to just be focused Say, oh, on Oh, I'm only an thing. academic. Or only, yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that having the space to be creative may light a blaze for some of those other things to really rise mm -hmm. to the fore. So mm -hmm. I think they are more complementary than diametrically opposed. Yeah, yeah, true. That is so true. I completely agree with what you say. And because for me, um, even law was um, or is and was at the time a, a with a part of my creativity to want to help people at mm. the core of who I am. I always want to leave people better off than I met them. So whether yes. it's a space or feeling when I get into somewhere, sometimes it's not, you know, even, um, how shall I say, consciously. It's just mm. conscious, unconscious that you want to make that person better. And for me, that's, even though we're not talking about law today, that's what got me into law to see, you know, you're wow. helping people get the justice and the, the fair hearing they deserve and the access to being treated fairly they deserve. And I do feel that. I feel that now, even in ministry, in business and everything that I do. So when it comes to a space, now more than ever, it's so important how our environment is. But I didn't realize all this at the time, but mm -hmm. it was all building up to what I can see. And it started from a very, very young age. Yeah, Beautiful. I love that. That's amazing. That's amazing. So um, we're going to go into, um, you know, talking about the importance of how many, because I, I thought, you know, and I'm sure Lachelle agrees with me, setting this... Um, background or setting the scene as it were is really important because it then helps create value um, into the things that you're going to be sharing with us today Emmy around um, you know the importance of harmony from your point of view of or our environment looking good because I know that people have always thought <clears throat> of uh, um, you know interior design as oh it's a project you undertake when you're moving to a new house when you're building a new house or when you have a lot of money to splurge. But in meeting you and in, in you know, um, in, in your piece of work around it, decluttering and organizing, I've learned that it's an ongoing thing, especially if it's tied into, you know, our feeling, our emotions, as opposed to our pockets. So um, I don't know if Lachelle wanted to share any stats about, 
you know, that before, or do we have um, Emmy just jumping right in? I think let's just jump on in because this is fantastic. Hey, yay. Yeah. So, so Emmy, do you want to share any any sort of backdrop on the importance of you know having harmony in your home? Um, um, or having your environment looking good because you know um, and and then we'll then go into you know five things we could do to promote spicing things up you know in our in our lives thank you that's a great um, lead and when you think about the word harmony or spicing if spicing is done right it's a balance of different spices if I can use the word or different parts and creating a beautiful um, blended palette that when you take it you you enjoy the food you know and all that that's spicy you know bringing out the best in in what you had before you and when you talk about harmony harmony is such a centering word you know it's a word that it means everything it's right where it should be you know mm. it, it enhances you um, adds to your well-being um, encourages productivity so that's all you know all what getting your home right, your environment right. If you, if I just take you a trip, uh, an imaginative trip um, down, think about when you go out into nature, whether when you take a walk or you go to the seaside or you just go around the countryside, you see your greens, you see the blues of the skies, you see the relaxing colors of the browns. Mm-hmm. All this, as soon as you step out, what do you start to feel? A sense of calm, yes. a sense of just being okay. And that's why we're encouraged to go outside, exercise, walking and all of that. Now, but not a lot of people can live, well, not mostly, most people by choice don't live outside 24-7. You know, we mm. have homes and we have a place that you can stay, most people. We know that there are always um, challenges to that. About having, being able to bring that sense of outside in is what harmony is all about. Creating a place that when you come in from a hard day's work, or like we found out a lot for most people in this year, a hard day's work is actually right now in your home. Mm-hmm. Whether in your living room, your That's bedroom, true. anywhere kitchen, you can, wherever you set up, <laughs> yeah, wherever you can find a nook. So it's more imperative that we create that space, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. feeling that would help you to do the best in what you do. So you know, taking taking all of that and then trying to have that feeling where this just um, helps you. I mean, in this in the in the streets of full disclosure, I must say that um, leading up to this. Um, um, interview being on your lovely podcast I just I wasn't so much in a really great place mentally mm-hmm. whether I was just work stress I was listening to your episode on stress and isolation great one by the way I really really mm-hmm. enjoyed that and it was just really centering to hear that on my way to work and it was just a lot of feelings you know coming up which was just just really tired and stressed but then I realized that sometimes you cannot wait for the feelings to sort itself out from the inside you've got to bring it's almost like you're jump-starting your feelings from the outside and that's where your environment comes in so I sometimes use um, decluttering organizing setting making sure your place is okay as an angst managed monitoring uh, management tool if you like, ah, so you're, you're kind of you're kind of feeling off. You just can't place your finger on it. You just don't know. You're irritated. You can't say what it is. But when you and if you like, okay, you think of, of all the good things and positive positive things about yourself, but it's not working. Get up. Go find somewhere that you can organize, sort out, straighten out. Mm. That the fact that you're able to create order in that way begins to then transfer that feeling of harmony that comes into you wow. and even That's though really you have un- 
you haven't actually put a finger on what it is that it's causing you to be I don't really know why I'm feeling this way mm. because you've put you've kind of put order, in order somewhere else yeah it transfers down you're able to transfer that feeling and you go away thinking okay if I can order this then I can do something else and you can go away thinking it was like something I heard yesterday that instead of thinking I've got all this to do I've got that to do say to yourself I can do this I got this it's going to get done and just mm. reframing that you just mm. all those um like Fumi said, it's an ongoing task. You come in, you're like, as soon as you sort this place out, give it a few weeks, it's already like looking like you did nothing. But it's a case of thinking, it's ongoing. This is, you know, where I live. I'm going to do what I need to, what I need to do. I don't know if that answers your question somewhat. But that certainly resonates with me because I've always been one. I'm not like, you know, I'm very house proud in the sense that, look, be grateful for what the universe, what God has given you and take care of it. That way you leave room for, for more opportunities, more blessings. And I know whenever I, I like, to, I'm not the kind of person, oh, a big spring clean. I'm not doing all that. I, I feel fundamentally, if you take 15 minutes every day to tidy up, then you don't have to waste like two weeks doing it once a year. Yeah. Um, that's just my philosophy. But whenever I, that resonates, whenever I get like ants, whatever, I'll pick up a broom or I'll do the vacuuming or I'll, you know, move things around in the kitchen or the living room um, just to kind of there's something about the transferring you said, but getting up, being active. So like if I feel like an area of my life is kind of out of control, not that it's going to put everything back in harmony, that's but true. I feel like I'm taking a little bit of control back by being outwardly actioned and doing something. And then if I feel really frazzled, if I'm mobile, if I have the action, it gives me the space to be mindful, intentional about what I'm doing. And the problem or the issue doesn't seem so big because I've focused on something else and say, okay, maybe I can go back to that. So that's worked really well for me. That's that's so so. I mean, you just took the literally my next point out of my mouth. Um, oh. <laughs> that's really great. Um, I remember during the lockdown, this was at the height of lockdown. A lot of people, you know, were all told to stay at home, working from home, and of course, like a lot of people, your work would then suddenly be round about your laptop, your computer, mm. online base, and it was it's all mental, and it was just getting you know like it was all getting too much. So I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna for my lunch break my non-existence lunch break because it seemed like the work never stopped so I just went into the garden and I was like I'm just going to sweep up this place um sweep this sweep this place up and just tidy up the garden a little bit nothing to to massive was actually no more than 20 minutes just swept things up put the flower pots together and I felt instantly better because Mm. and then I was able to go back to my mental day job with a renewed sense of clarity i can do this you know mm. i can see this and especially where a lot of your day job is centered around mental stuff you know stuff that you do online you're not like a physical you don't work where you do a lot of things physically it's even mm. more important to be able to step out and use um some of the skills to make your environment better and then you're more productive you see, wow. I have I have a, a an almost like an extension of the experience that um, Emmy has just shared. So personally, I tend to farm out the day to day things like the sweeping, the hoovering, the cleaning. I like to farm those things out because <laughs> um, I would either get a cleaner to do it or my keep my older son. I basically I farm all those things out. So. Uh, because for me, doing those would even add to my stress. However, oh. I have found that 
and this this might I'm just saying this because if there's anyone else listening who's thinking well but I hate hoovering that's just going to give me more stress mm. or I hate mm. washing dishes or taking the broom and that sort of thing mm. there is actually an element of an extension and and um you know Emmy knows this because there was a period I think in the summer where I was getting a bit angsty I was um restless we hadn't gone on holiday work was stressful so um and I was having that conversation with her um and I guess she didn't even suggest to me why don't you try tidying up the house because I guess she probably knows me well enough but what she suggested was well why don't you try sort of changing the look Mm. of the kitchen changing the look of your bedroom and and that got me excited because I think she said the was it the kitchen you said, Emmy? And then I added on three other things. I was like, yeah, okay, let's do the bedroom, the study. And she was like, hey, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> but point is, the, the idea that we could change part of the house and mm. without like a budget, True. just yeah. had all my juices flowing, had me excited um, about something. And yes. and that's where I then relied on her expertise because she, you know, she did a we did a video tour um, of the house and she looked around and said, okay, you could do this, move these photos from here to here, and she mapped out the room. And I wish this were a video thing where I could show the before and after pictures of what she did with our our bedroom, and Ooh. without having to buy. I think we bought command strips for for put it changing the location. We didn't paint. Um, I brought out, changed the curtains because we yeah. had spare curtains in the loft. Yeah. I hadn't used in like three, four years. We went to s- swap those out. And do you know from time to time when I've had a really stressful day, and I don't think I've told her this, <laughs> I go into my phone and I look at the pictures we took when the you know the room was then redone. And I don't think I've shown you the pictures, Lachelle. I'll show Ooh, you the no, pictures you of. Do you know? I can, I look at the pictures of my bedroom and it looks like a magazine. I know. And well, I, I, oh, well, I have. And we didn't buy anything new. Yeah. No new oh, bed wow. sheets. No new anything. Yeah. And that's an example of you know sort of taking it a step further, just changing mm. the face. And same with mm. my kitchen. Mm. I didn't. I wanted to. I kept complaining so much. I was beginning to dislike the kitchen. Um, and it just got me stressed every time going in there. And my husband was like, okay, so do we, it got someone in to say, okay, what's the cost of changing all the units? Yeah. And then we said, oh, maybe we might as well change the entire kitchen. And then we were getting quotes of like 15 grand. So I was like, well, yeah. that's not going to happen now, is it? Mm. Mm. And she came in and she was like, well, I can tell you a couple of things you can do. And it's not going to cost you anything. I was like, wow. what? Yeah. And I have yeah. pictures of the kitchen too. When I sent the pictures to some friends, they were like, what? How did you do this? How on earth did I miss this? <laughs> Obviously, the dog ate the, dog ate the memo. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and, I, and I think, thank you so much for sharing that for me. And I think for the bedroom, I, when I saw the pictures afterwards, I was like, I want that bedroom. I like, <laughs> Can we just swap bedrooms right now? And it's just, it shows you that you can just take a change a little aspect of your room or your area and the um, 
the benefits are just like wow and it transcends the little work you do for example i mean i if i can just that just leads me straight on to the next part of what you asked about the things that we can do to spice up our environment um for Ooh. example your, your living room a big part of your living room if you have curtains or blinds or whatever, your window treatment is a big part of your living room. So just changing your window treatment without you painting the walls or anything instantly transforms wow, the place. Yes. Um, your your um, uh, uh, pillows, your throw pillows that you have on your sofa, you can just change them. You can, If you like changing them according to seasons, you can have some really furry uh, um, ones, the ones that are, you know, kind of tactile to hold around a winter time. If you live in zones like that, you can have summery colors or you can just change, you know, you can change them to whatever makes you, at the end of the day, it's your space. So whatever mm. makes you happy. Having a focal point in the room, whether it's in a bedroom oh, yes. or a living room, room um, it's just really really great when you come in something that you can see and then instantly you can just go ah one of my friends um one of my good friends he in our bedroom she had a focal point now this would stress me out but it's it was our room so <laughs> she had her financial goals on a pin board in her room so stuff she needed to pay off stuff she was working into when i saw that i was like you have this you wake up in the morning and that's what you see that would just like freak me out yeah <laughs> i don't want to see that <laughs> but it works for her so yes but so whatever it is for me i have um my vision board which is some things yes. that i've done which i'd like to do some that i at that point it was things that i'd like to do now they're things that i'm doing so it encourages me that there was a time when that was so out of your comfort zone now mm. you're staying in that lane it's time to add something else. So having a focal point in your room, um, whether in your bedroom, of course, for most people, their focal points is their TV in their living room, or you can create pockets of places like that. Mm. So, um, and you don't, it doesn't have to cost money. Just think about how do I want to use this place? What do I really want to, what's the feeling that I want to have here? And then eliminate little at a time things mm. that, do that don't contribute to exactly yeah exactly mm -hmm. and and you have to realize of course that life is in phases if you're a mom or a parent of mm. a, a young child a toddler you would have all their paraphernalia all over the room you would have toys and stuff like that so be patient that time yeah. passed when i had that time and i knew that it was important for me to have uh adults like calming space when the kids have mm. gone to bed i got myself instead of getting a, a, a toy chest as you would get a toy chest or a, a plastic um, box um, to put their toys in i got a wicker basket which i can't oh, see yes. the mess inside i put all their toys in it i cover it up and it looks like a very nice grown-up space in the day you know oh, um, I love it. so i use it and now when um I, I bought two of those at the time and when they outgrew um, their baby toys and stuff stage I just change it into my linen basket and it's now in my oh, yes. um, landed oh, yeah. area I've never yeah. seen that in your house so yeah. that, that used to be the toy yeah so I, 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 I talked about building up on what people have. So it's not about one of the things I don't like doing is just buying things for the sake of it mm. or replacing things I've already got. If it works, if it ain't broke, why fix don't it? Don't fix it, honey. You might, That's right. you might yes. recycle it. You or might repurpose it. You might repurpose Ooh, yes. it. You might put yeah. glitter and sparkles on it if you want. But <laughs> Hey, y'all barking at my I love glitter and sparkles. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, be jewel the thing like you like it, like the way you like it, but you know, you'll be able to use it again. So I use it as a linen closet 
right? And and that way all my towels and bed sheets and the bed sheets and you can pick up little tips like to save you time. Um, you know, put your bed sheets together and your duvets, the, the set, the whole set you use oh, together, yes. fold it all together. So when you pick it out, you're picking out the one thing you need for your bed change. So you don't have to be haunting where's the where's the mm. pillowcase, where's this stuff that can stress you like that. So um, so that's one of the things that you can do in your in your living room, having a focal point, changing the curtains, change the bed pillow, uh, the troll pillows. And group things have yourself a focal place a focal area to look mm -hmm. on um, if you move into your bedroom you can apply the same principles as well and if we talk about the wardrobe giving an example for your wardrobe you oh my goodness i haven't thrown away anything in so many years <laughs> but, 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 that, but that's a good thing what i am means, i just know how to hide stuff really well you wouldn't think so <laughs> Well, that, Emmy knows how to um to find the things you hid, and trust me, when Tasha's done with you, I I I decluttered in December, and I was so proud of myself. Oh, she came to my house in Ju July. Six months later, I remember we've been on lockdown, so I haven't bought any new things, and this woman mm. got six bin bags out mm. of my bedroom. Hey. So yeah. Emmy, mm Emmy, -hmm. don't come yeah. to my house yet. I'm not ready to let go. <laughs> don't worry, I feel you. I'm a creative person as well. So as much as uh, there are parts of my house and my air, my environment that's like extreme light, I have if you get into my garage, I mean yeah. Emmy came in one day. She was like, Why are you studying all this stuff? In my mind, I'm like, You're not a creative person. If you were, you wouldn't be asking me that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is true she declutters and keeps for reuse i declutter and bend just get so, up yeah yes. so you can see that lovely um stepladder behind me that oh i love that there. thank you you can see that was just an ugly stepladder for a couple of years in my garage and and i just wanted to create like a very calming media mm. space or place where you can have bring on the zoom meetings when i thought hey lockdown ain't going anywhere and it's going to be zoom for life now so yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just do something with this and just repaint it that and repurpose that so that is beautiful yeah Love that. and i remember seeing that as um, an ugly ladder, ladder <laughs> at the time but that's such an amazing um space that everyone in her house i hear now wants to use that as their in fact, they're using oh. more than I do. I should be charging <laughs> for this stuff. <laughs> Charge your rent. <laughs> and everything that I, I have um, displayed on it, except for maybe the cactus plant, were things I already had in the house. So yes. I just, you, know, you just look around and think, actually, where is the best place for this thing? Then you move it to that area. So it's mm. having a space, having a place for everything in your house and putting mm. everything in its place. And, you know, that's the reason why we don't normally lose our toothbrushes you don't find people saying oh i'm looking for my toothbrush i don't know where i put it because you put it in the same place mm. every time yeah. that's true that's so really that true wonderful so, so i mean i'm really excited about this because i you know you guys know i've been starting to do some lives and all that and they're like setting the scene and the background and and another aspect to like showing your brand um and showing your messaging and i love that that principle can be applied to the home um, and, and to just conveying clear messaging about who you are um, and how you use your space. I, I'm really inspired by this. Beautiful. 
Thank you. And quickly go into the wardrobe, like you throw open your closet. Um, I know most people are working more from home, but still, you still need to be able to find what you want to wear very quickly yeah. if you're a busy person. So uh, a, a tip I would have is to arrange your um, outfits in color, you know, graduating from going from darks to white. It doesn't matter if you don't have a single black item in your wardrobe. Whatever dark colors you have, just start from dark, group all the darks together, group all the lights together. So when you're thinking, what do I feel like wearing? You know, mm. whatever the weather, you're something that you're maybe like a color you're in the mood for. Then you just go to that area. Then you can then streamline it down. Do I want to wear a dress? Do I want to wear a pair of pants? So you can mm. just go into that. So it quickens, it just speeds up your dressing time. When you open it up, it's because there's order in it as well. Yeah, not every part of your life may not be as you want it, but at least that yeah. you've got in control and you mm. can exercise um, some order in that area. Wow, I love Beautiful. that. You can, so you can exercise. So basically, if everything feels topsy-turvy, you can start with a small space. So if you're exactly. listening to this and even the idea of changing the face of the kitchen or the living room or the bedroom seems like a massive fit, yeah. start with your Small. wardrobe because you're mm. in control and I, you're absolutely right I remember when I was done with my wardrobe which you know you kindly helped with again what would I do without her um <laughs> do you know up till now I opened my wardrobe I had so many used like little wicker baskets that you know I'd been giving for different things and they were just junk in my wardrobe and Emmy repurposed them such that one I remember one in particular that all my, you know, my daily women essentials, my lotions, hair creams, perfumes, I had all of them in the top sort of counter of my wardrobe that I can reach out for easily. But a lot of the time I arrange and two weeks later, it's all messy. Mm. She then put all of them into this beautiful basket and then did the basket so that I just see the, the ribbon edge of the basket when I open the wardrobe. So every morning when I'm ready, I pull out the basket and it has everything I need in it. My cream, my Beautiful. perfumes, my lotions, everything. And, you know, it's so much. And I haven't broken that yet since July, mm. August when she did that. And, oh, now I just open my wardrobe and I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Oh, Beautiful. Thank you. thank you. I'm so inspired by this episode, um, especially given what's going on. You can make really small changes to help with your mental health well-being, to keep a little spring in your step um, and, and be a place to, and especially psychological zoning, because more now than ever, we can't compartmentalize a physical location in many respects, True. coming home to your sanctuary, but you can have mental area zones of, of brilliance and, and love so that you can look forward to to your, the space and enjoy the space you're in. And I'm so excited about getting stuck into some new projects with your help. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be wonderful. And one tool I use is um, what I call a joy list because Ooh. I tell you, it um, fixing up your place making it look great is a never-ending chore and it can be overwhelming because you've got kids you've got life you've got school you've got parents you've got your girlfriends you've got a whole lot of hats that you wear it can be really really much and you can't get to do um, um everything that you want to do even if you want to take off time from work and focus on that you've already eaten into your annual leave and all that so 
one tool I use is what I call a joy list. The full name is actually the list of things I will soon have the joy of accomplishing. But mm-hmm. well, that's too long. <laughs> so, you just, so you just go with, So you just go with joy list. And on the joy list, you just look around. Sometimes I do the joy list when I'm in transit or I'm waiting for something. You can just type it on your phone or, or use, if you like, you know, writing things out. And you just write the list of the things that you'd like to do. But then you're not seeing them. You'll be framing them as things that you will soon have the joy of knowing that you've accomplished so for example for um uh, for your kitchen for example you could put organize a cutlery drawer um grouping um task uh, your your um, appliances by task so instead of you having um your baking things all over the place you can group them all together so when you're ready to Mm -hmm. bake you just grab a box of your baking essentials um your or your um uh, uh, scales are in there, everything like that. So you write all these things that you would like to do. And it doesn't matter how long your joy list. At the end of the day, it's about funneling and fueling your joy. So it's going to add to the things that you're going to get a sense of pleasure from. So it's not going to be uh, something to for you to dread. And as you walk on it, you can just take it off as you go. Ooh, and it, and like um, Lachelle said, it's, it's not about you thinking, oh, my God, I don't have all the time. Do you just have 15 minutes? Do you have, mm. are you waiting for the kettle to boil? Then look mm. at where you have your, uh, your, your look at your where you cook. Your teas and coffees. Your teas and coffee. You can just mm. arrange that, you know, you just put your sugars with your teas and stuff like that. You can just have that. Or are you waiting for something to, to, to bake in the um, oven? or to cook in the oven. See, maybe it's your um, windows that you can just give a quick clean. I remember mm. one time, I'll tell you a quick um, story. I remember one time I wanted to get um, window, a window cleaner in to clean um, the windows. And because they do the outside separately and they do the inside, and I was trying to think, okay, let me uh, manage the budget and I'll just get him to walk you know, on the um, outside. outside. So I thought, oh, you know what? Let me see if I can get to do the inside myself because it's going to do the outside. And by the time the inside is done, it's really going to look good. And that just got me started. So I got on the kitchen. The kitchen window just looked really, really dirty. It had been for a while. So I got cleaning. And by the time I finished cleaning, presto, actually, most of the dirt was inside. It wasn't even outside. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, like, you saved yourself a pretty penny there. And I was like, that's a lesson right there. When you're thinking, oh, bro, you got to take out that speck in your eye. But actually, the problem was, <laughs> <laughs> this was actually, with this. by the time I saw that, it, it was like, wow. wow. So, and just cleaning the windows, just brighten things up. You just, and it's just little, little things. So it might just be that window that you're able to do that day. That's enough. Give yourself on the pat, a pat on the back. You've done what you need to do. We'll move on to something else and you can just do that and your joy list you can have joy list for different areas of your house and some joy lists are recurring joys we know that mm, <laughs> because yes. as you know you need you sort this area out first um and then you need to do it again but that's okay it's all part of creating a harmonious um space that supports your well-being um uh, another place that is a big um a junk area for most people in the kitchen is underneath the sink you know it's all oh wow you opened that. There was a time, every time I opened it, I shut it back again because it was just panic inducing. It was like, oh, close that place, you know. I just thought, <laughs> one day, enough is enough. We need to sort this out. So take yourself a before picture because that's what's going to keep you going, whatever area you're doing. When, you're, when you started and you're thinking, why am I doing this? And I sorted it. And I'm pleased to say, eight months on, underneath my kitchen is still looking really, really very good. good. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I am so, for me, I am so dis- delighted. I, I never knew that I would have so much joy um, on this subject matter. Um, and, and, and because I've always been like, oh my goodness, it's a task. It always feels hand. like a chore, doesn't it? Yes, but it's perception. So, exactly. you know, symbolically cleaning the inside of that window, I feel inspired that it, it will help change your point of view to mm. help lift your morale. And I'm really excited. And I hope those who have tuned in or listening when the show uh, is published, you let us know what kind of joy list do you think you could start with? Mm. Let it not be onerous, but let it be something to say with everything that's going on, this is for me. Yeah. This is going to bring me something extra that I can look forward to when the day gets hazy. So, you know, guys, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear that. Um, maybe that you share and that will inspire another woman along her journey. Because for me, it's all about the journey and not the destination. Absolutely. So we can spice up our journey along the way. Emma Lola, thank you so much for thank spicing you. up our day. We really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I love it. what you did with that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I noticed that too. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I could, you know, I could literally talk for hours for this. Well, <laughs> we're just, we're just going to have, we're just going to have to have you back in some form or guy. I think, so. I think that would be absolutely the case. Thank you so oh. much, Emmy. We've had um, a fantastic session. You know, I have worked with you and I know how you work, but I'm still, you know, completely enthralled by everything that you said this morning because it's, as you said, it's an ongoing and a continuous journey. So there will always be room for um, improvement yeah. uh, we will put all of Emmy's contact details in the show yes. notes so that you can check out her website and um, you can reach out to her if you want to book a consultation session with her you'll be able to do that so yes. uh, thank you so much <laughs> this brings us to the end of another day by day inside podcast thank you Emmy for visiting and oh, if you yes. are listening please uh, you know what to do share like comment and subscribe, subscribe. yes okay. bye and see you next bye. week thank you Bye-bye. thank you for having me thank you so much Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, review, and share.